0: welcome to uh to verified wines uh this is going to be the first video of these podcast series that we're going to do um my name is luis i have a uh, atilio here and he's going to share some of his wines with us uh so atilio tell us a little bit about yourself who are you what do you do yes hello ha, ha. Oh, okay. <laughs> like it. hello luis thank you for having me today thanks for joining us Me, I mean it's very it's very
1: Awesome, I like it. Actually, it's my first podcast I ever did it. Likewise. <laughs> and um, yeah, my name is Atilio, again. And as probably many of you already uh, figured, I'm, from my accent, I'm not from USA. No. I'm originally from Italy. I mean, let's say i made in Italy. Yeah. There was harvest 42 years ago, actually 43 years ago, sorry for cheating, <laughs> in uh, Calabria and um, then i grew up in milan actually it's a small city near to milan half an hour called vigevano so let's say i was aging in that town and then i was released in american market uh, five years ago almost six okay. and i started this journey not even long ago three years ago so with this company called impero it's impero one distribution yeah. they have we have base in uh uh, Virginia and Springfield. And what we do mainly for over seven years now is a small company, family-owned. And basically, we make people happy. Yeah. We sell happiness, let's say that, in liquid form. <laughs> we import directly, most of the wine, all of it, we import directly from Italy, mainly. Say 90%, 95% of wine we have. Is, uh, what, other, from, what
0: other countries do you have in the portfolio?
1: We have Chile, Argentina, Paso Roble, New Zealand, uh, Spain. Just now, we start a couple of months ago. Moldova.
0: That's right, yeah. Yeah, we have right.
1: also Moldova. And uh, finally, we've been waiting for a, for a while now. In less than a month, we will have also a French portfolio. So this is a big news. Nobody really? know yet, yeah, you are the first one. Well, yes, we just the signed <laughs> uh, the contract that we will start to the distribution for this company.
0: Really? How many uh, SKUs for, for the French wines?
1: Uh, I would say we have around 150 to 100 label. That is pretty good and guess what don't tell nobody i'm very knowledgeable about italian wine when it comes to french wine man i need (laughs) (laughs) need
0: lots of help yeah we will figure we will do probably some classes it's french wine it'll sell we will will do it yeah why um let me ask you this why wine uh there's so many other industries and Uh. italy does very many things well why why wine so actually, I didn't look for wine, let's
1: say wine found me, yeah. it was always related to my job. I've been working in the restaurant business since I was 17, with spirits related. Okay, I used to have a collaboration with Campari, with Branca, with uh, work a bit with uh, you know, Lucano, uh, always in Milan. And uh, why wine? So the point is, there is a funny story about my family when I was kids. You know, my my stepfather, he loved wine. He always yeah. been drinking wine at least two three bottles a day, okay, not even a bottle. And he was two three so, bottles a day. That's correct. And guess by what? By or yeah 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 oh. by itself by itself. I guess and I'm catching up to do. <laughs> yeah. The po- the point is, unfortunately, it's no longer with me, and uh, he lived longer till ninety four. 94 years old and I guarantee you until 92 he used to go on the vineyard to take care of the wine but guess what, he was so jealous about this wine, Zio he was so jealous, nobody couldn't touch the wine, ever only he during the process? Or he no, 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 even, even drinking. drinking, even drinking yeah. so only in a special occasion like Easter, like, uh, I don't know, on Sunday sometime Christmas Day or New Year's Eve, the family was allowed to drink the wine. Otherwise, he was so jealous and you couldn't even say nothing about this wine. It was the best wine in the world, even though it was like, I don't know, crap wine. <laughs> I was gonna ask, did you get a chance to try it? I did. Yeah, it, To me, it was like um, uh, grape juice with alcohol in it and the strong <laughs> flavor of grape. It was very young, it was an aging wine. It was, you know, I used to make it and drink it, make it and drink, it was yeah. a small bean yard. No, not even bean probably no more than nine or ten barrel, no more. It was enough for him. Yeah, you know, I yeah. was very demand. Yeah. I was always attracted to wine Say, damn, why he loves so much wine? Plus, related with my job and restaurant business, you know, mm-hmm. people used to come in my restaurant and ask for wine more than cocktail. In Italy, there is a big culture for wine right. more than co- Unless you I've come heard. from a big city, say Milan or Rome, people are into spirits and cocktail, but in the countryside, small town, it's all about wine it's all about we are so proud and the individuality you can find in each region you know with 20 regions each mm-hmm. region have this own grape variety more than 400 grape variety and uh, each region they're so proud of their grape Let's say if, you're in Veneto, if you go in Veneto, don't even talk bad about Prosecco. <laughs> yeah, if you go in Piedmont, don't even talk bad about Nebbiolo or Barbera. No, they will kill you. <laughs> They're very proud. And don't even yeah. say the wine is not good. No. Just say, I don't like this wine. It's not my style. Okay, It's not my style. If you like it, yes, yeah, say you like it. And believe me, even if you like it, you will never figure out why you like it. And I guarantee you, someone asks you why you like that wine.
0: Uh, I'm not sure why it's my style I love it
1: that's how mainly how
0: does that how does this translate to bringing those wines into the US market
1: Uh, so again going back uh, this happened two years ago when I decided. you know when the pandemic happened Mm -hmm. I decided to take a break from restaurant it was so stressful at that time was almost three years ago time goes by in a blink and I had this uh, now I call part of my family, my, my best friends. Roberto, that's the owner, he was chasing me, he was calling me every day when I was home, you know, I just want to enjoy my, my house with my pets. Say, said, listen, why you don't come and work with me? He was my vendors at that time, mm-hmm. when I was in this restaurant in DC. Say, I don't know, man, I, I like wine, i never been uh, a rep, I don't know that much about wine, I like reading, I like drinking. Then for some reason he convinced me I started this journey two years ago and I found out I love it. What mm. I love the most is connect me with Italy. Mm. So you need to know that even though I'm here and I love USA, I love the sea, I literally feel in love, I still miss my country.
0: Yeah. A lot. I imagine, yeah.
1: And to me, the only way to be connected it's of course, not drinking wine every day. Otherwise, <laughs> it will be alcohol. <laughs> Three <laughs> bottles a <like> day. <laughs> you know? Is talk about wine and reading about wine okay, and uh, not by myself so we create also this this group that we do with you and thank you for yeah. that we we are now at the fifth class that yeah. is italian six yeah it's italian wine tour that to me is not i'm not a teacher i don't teach right okay i like lead the the guest the client to this trip to this journey right. in italy is the yeah. way to me to remember my country
0: exactly okay. and that's, and that's talk what I about tell it people too about the class I yeah tell. So it does a great job of just not teaching a class where you feel no, like you're in a sharing, classroom you're sharing, sharing your country idea. with us yeah sharing really idea cool.
1: sharing a lifestyle yeah sharing uh, how people live there okay what they usually do what they usually drink and eat based on the the city you are the region And this allow me to and somehow be close to Italy nice that's many it's it's a kind of selfish stuff. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it works. But again, I love <laughs> yeah. sharing my
0: selfish, selfish with uh, with everybody. Yeah. Okay. yeah, It makes me happy. I can imagine. I- um, last personal question I would ask: What keeps you motivated, and what keeps you kind of hungry to learn more and more about wine and continue in the this path that you've taken in the wine wine industry? I mean,
1: here the point: If you stop learning, and like you you get boring with life yeah okay you always need to have something that you like it okay an interest okay right? otherwise it would be very boring i'm not the kind of guy boring i always like dynamic day mm-hmm. this is one of the reason actually why i choose this job because you don't go always at the your office right. or your restaurant but it's very dynamic and believe me your day change consistency yeah okay? the appointment it's rescheduled or you're late Or something coming up okay that's what i like it okay you don't have a real schedule right
0: right
1: that's what i really love it and uh, more freedom yeah way more freedom and i feel that this passion growing day by day the more i learn the more i want to learn the more i read and the more excited i am and believe me you know that is kind of i shouldn't say but i learn a lot about italy and region be outside of italy
0: uh what keeps you motivated uh in the wine industry what keeps you hungry to learn more um i mean what i've learned is uh, once you learn something about wine you have to unlearn it because there's always uh, an exception or somebody does it differently um but yeah. so you can't just it's not written in stone you know it's really written in pencil yeah
1: i mean when it comes to wine you never get boring right. okay there is always something to learn and uh especially when it comes to Italian wine, that it's a very small, small country, but they have so many, again, grapes, and it's not only about grapes, it's the terroir, right. the climate, the way you make the wine, right. okay? the winemaker, and the law, the Italian law in Italy, the wine law is so crazy, keep changing, okay? And sometimes changing also based on the climate problem, we have it, you know, the climate changes, so you need to adjust the
0: law otherwise would be What's a good production. example of a law yeah. recently that's kind of been like that for a while and it's kind of changed So what what happened now? Let's
1: let's take for example the prosecco. So what happened with the prosecco? No, sh- I mean, I can imagine happen for that, but in the past 2-3 years, especially here in the American market, the prosecco went up on price drastically, at least. 5 to 6 $8 dollar on the shelves. Yeah, more. I've seen some Proseccos in the $20 it's, range. It's very. Yeah. This was because this, this happened because we have this huge area DOC and DOCG There 11 communes in Veneto, DOC and 2 DOCG, and total are 11, 9 DOC 2 DOCG in Veneto. And what happened, the demand that we have all around the world with Prosecco mm-hmm. is way higher than the production. Okay, That region is not enough to produce Prosecco. There is not enough Prosecco for everybody, there is shortage. Yeah, yeah. And I also believe this was, I mean, along with pandemic we had and, uh, and the climate change, it, the price went up. Now what, what they did in Italy, they passed this law, I'm not sure if it was two or three years ago or probably last year, they created a new DOC. Okay. That I didn't even know before, it's, I discovered no even a couple of months ago. And this new DOC is in Trentino Alto Adige. They took this big land in Trentino. Okay. That is, I believe it's called Greve, Greve area.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they start to plant the Prosecco. Okay. Cause what they found out the soil there in Trentino in that area, it's exactly like the soil you can find in Prosecco area. How close
0: and, is it to the Prosecco area in Veneto? It's the next region you have Veneto northeast, so
1: no, no, you have Veneto and then you have Trentino Alto Adige, okay,
0: north south.
1: Sorry, Friuli mm-hmm. Venezia Giulia. Did I say Trentino? Yeah, Friuli Venezia so. Giulia. Sorry about that. <laughs> Damn, bye bye. Cut it. It's Fruili. Friuli in Friuli. There's this big region called uh, Grave Subzone,
0: yeah.
1: And what they did, they planted there. And Guess what? The Prosecco. It's named Prosecco not only for the grape, but also for the place. And back in the day, Prosecco, I mean, still a city in uh, Friuli. There is a city called Prosecco. And there where we assume the Prosecco come back right. in the day. Right. So they say, why don't plant it back again there? And fortunately, in a couple of years, probably the price go up, go down. Hopefully. Yeah. Maybe no, yeah. maybe yes. But I'm sure Once there the will be more... Reaches, uh... I'm sure there will be more Prosecco for everybody. Even though it's not enough here in USA, you know, Prosecco is the most (sighs) selling product in terms of liquid product you can find in the USA market. More than vodka,
0: more than anything, right? More than
1: anybody, anything else. More than anything else. And it also makes sense because Prosecco, you can you can drink Prosecco, you know, yeah. not all day, but... <laughs> Bottomless mimosas, I'm sure that, yeah, that, that plays a big role with that. Bravo! You can drink <laughs> the Prosecco with with your brunch. Okay? Yeah. You can mix it Okay, with the Bellini, with the uh, Rossini, with the Peach Prosecco. Then you drink Prosecco when you celebrate it. Right, okay, right. Any birthday or graduation day, what do you drink? You drink Prosecco, it's more affordable than drinking champagne. Catch the word champagne, please. <laughs> <laughs> to drink champagne, it's way more affordable. Yeah, and uh, an aperitif. What do you drink for aperitive? Most of the time, when you go in a restaurant, what do you order, especially here in summertime, aprospritz. spritz. What's yeah. inside the apro spritz, yeah. or just or prosecco. Prosecco. <laughs> yeah, or just prosecco? <laughs> and the biggest consumer of prosecco in USA are still women. Women that are the biggest consumer of prosecco in the entire USA with over the 48 47 percent.
0: Yeah, I'm glad uh, I'm glad brunch has been socially acceptable uh, or expe- accepted mm. now by uh, that men can can go, go to brunch uh, and stuff like that. It's no longer a uh, cliche strictly for women. You know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad because I love, I love some bottomless mimosas. <laughs> but I still remember when I
1: was a restaurant in D.C., uh, in DC I guarantee you 90, 95% of my clientele on a Saturday brunch, Sunday brunch, woman. yeah, All of it was a big, it. big uh, piece of the market. And, uh, you know, as part of the culture here, the branch, we don't have in Italy. We don't do brunch, you know, we do breakfast and then we have lunch. Uh, now, yes, things are changing. Let's really? say Milan, where I'm from, mm-hmm. the branch has started to be, it started, already started probably 10 years ago Yeah, to be part of, you know, the from the what I understand,
0: Milan is probably more progressive. Um, I mean, there's the fashion. We say industry Cosmopolita. And stuff
1: like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's Cosmopolita. Milan, I see Milan change. Oh. I'd been working in Milan since I was probably 21, 22 mm-hmm. years old. I worked for 15 years. And I saw Milan change a lot, especially after 2015. 2015, we had the Expo in Milan. The Expo 2015. There's this big. How i call it it's not a festival uh help f- me
0: i'm not for i've never expo, been in expo, a expo, expo, expo. expo
1: basically you have all the country in the world combined yeah. together okay and uh in milan for over a month i believe really and you can go in this huge massive oh, area oh,
0: like food food expo it's wine not only expos, food it's culture
1: just... food drink
0: it's everything combined
1: really? for each country
0: that's a um that's like a once in the year like one time a uh, year i believe
1: thing, they or? do i'm not into expo i believe
0: they do well probably every year every well, five years a- amy riolo she gets uh she goes to a lot of those
1: yeah, yeah we can ask i mean it. i find out expo because they did in milan but i know probably they do every five years there was in rome and berlin and london i mean it's a big deal yeah it's move, move a lot a lot of money
0: expo. I can imagine
1: yeah and you know they start building and I see Milan change
0: it after 2015 interesting interesting yeah I mean let's get to the wines oh, um, oh over yeah here. we have wine today yeah <laughs> <laughs> I kind <of> forgot <laughs> so these are from uh, your portfolio yes uh, this is exactly so for where they're from. our portfolio
1: and of course just the name speak itself yeah. we
0: have Vermentino
1: the Sardegna and canonau de Sardinia. Let's talk a bit about Sardinia and then we get into into the wine to make you understand the culture that they have with wine there in Sardinia. Yeah. Sardinia, most of uh, American people they don't even know where it's located in Mediterranean. Okay. It's the second largest region we have in Mediterranean. The biggest, the biggest one in Sicily. Okay? And Sardinia is I mean it's so big. I used to work there. I did one here summertime. It was crazy. Yeah. It was so crazy. And, what, uh, uh, what was your best of...
0: experience that you have from
1: there? Nightlife, I would say. Yeah. I was very young. <laughs> I was sorry, 21, 22. But anyway, yeah, it was a great experience. So the beauty of Sardinia, it's the food, first of all. So Sardinia itself, when you go there, you find this very wild. Oh yeah, you can
0: see here. Yeah, yeah So that's you what find i was looking. this very wild. Because Italy is from... always a a boot. Kicking yeah. a soccer ball. Yeah, that's how I... <laughs> That's correct. And you find this wild
1: region with the uh, snow white sand, on the coastal area, and the center is all natural natural park. You find a um, state park. Okay. okay, all of it, and the most amazing pecorino I ever had in yeah. my life, the pecorino sardo, along with the fish there, the wine in in. In Sardinia, it's part of the culture, but it's not the main part of the culture. They have the main, I would say, livestock, especially in the center of Italy, and then, of course, fish. And also, Sardinia is far, it's way far from Italy. It's not only geographically, but also culturally.
0: I was gonna ask because Italy has people don't realize that yeah. different cultures from the north from the south different foods. Um, how to from what we know as or from what the U.S. knows as traditional Italian food, how does Sardinia kind of vary from that, or just what do they do that's kind of different?
1: You know, they have their own personality. Yeah. Okay, their own food, their own language. Why is that? It's. The beauty of Sardinia again is the um, individuality they call. What happened in Sardinia, you know, way before the Romans, okay, there was the Carthaginian, okay, then the Roman, and then the Byzantine, yeah. and then the Arabic, and then we had the Catalan, okay, in the 1600. Okay, all of this cultural, all of this culture and all of this language combined together, they made what we now know Sardinia and the Sardo language. And on top of that, in wasn't 1627, I assume 16, Sardinia became part of Italy. I mean became part of the Savoia family. The Principato di Savoia. At that time we have the Savoia. Okay, it became (laughs) part of Italy. Okay, all of this layer, this cultural, this culture that we have there, they make what we see now sardinia okay and there is a nice quote that i always like it about the sardinian people remember i learned when i was there they say let's see if i remember all of the stranger they come overseas see they call stranger all the stranger come overseas yes they come but eventually they will leave okay this would happen in century okay eventually they will leave and they will leave sardinian people by itself with their culture okay with their self okay plus in sardinia what i also love was always a vaccinated there is this i, I don't know if you ever heard this word the nurage
0: Mm-mm. okay
1: one of the first civilization that they have in sardinia was the nurage civilization we are talking about Nine thousand years ago. Between 9000 and 4000 oh, years we're ago.
0: Prehistoric. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the Nurage,
1: but that it's great. Because if you go inside if you have the chance, I recommend you to go, you will see all around, especially in the south of Sardinia, southern center, it's full of this Nurage that is a uh like a tower style. It's like a big tower. No, what are they call Tower? The yeah, like Torre, tower yeah like a big tower, stone yeah. tower they've oh, yeah, been yeah, yeah. there yeah. for century. okay and they still study because nobody know about that you know about the Nuragi. why they they were extinct and extinct suddenly they they don't know why what happened but what they know what they found out in the nurage area in mogoro area the mogoros between cagliari and uh, so it's oh. north south I will say in the south, okay. okay. Is in the south, okay, in the Cagliari area, in Mogoro, they find out that more than nine thousand nine thousand years ago, they found this huge grave underground that the, um, the Nuraga civilization were using as a fridge, okay, to storage huh. okay, as a storage, as yeah, a cooler storage. Yeah. They found out seeds inside there, grape seeds. Okay, there
0: was grapes grape seed date 9,000 years ago. So by <clears> the <throat> end Well, Carbon this. Dating puts um, the Georgians at mm. 3,000 mm. BC making wine. Yeah, so I mean, I believe the are first you one was that Georgia. Italy was the original? I don't know. It's,
1: you know, <laughs> We're gonna get I, I love reading a lot. <laughs> I love reading a lot and watching, you know, podcasts as well. So I was very fascinated. So hold on, is it true that they find this grape night? was more than 9000 years ago? We don't know. Maybe yes. But guess what? In this grape, they studied DNA, of course, and they found out that it's the Canonau grape. Now there is this kind of debate, because (laughs) Canonau, as most of the people know, is called also Granache. And Granache is the same DNA, the same clone. Yeah, you have the uh,
0: have the
1: Garnacha in Spain. And they made, I mean, it's part of the Rioja wine, okay? One of the grapes you can right, find inside right. the Rioja wine, the Garnacha. In French, they call it Grenache. Right. That is the one of the main grape used to produce the Chateau du Pape. Okay, it's a very famous grape. But in uh, in Sardinia, you have the Canonau. <laughs> so the Canonnau is the same grape, but unlike the Grenache and the Garnacha, is way less fruity forwards more earth, and dry and the full body and the spicy compared to the granage and the garnacha okay. interesting
0: would you say that's the grape itself or the soil that uh, it's in sardinia it's the soil it's yeah. all of course
1: all about the soil and the reason why the canonau, now so you have this region sardinia with mainly split when it comes to wine mainly split in you have in the north part of Sardinia where you planted uh, what we know now the Vermentino. Okay. So the Vermentino is the only DOCG wine. And that's the grape or? Oh, the, what they the call Vermentino the wine. is the grape. Okay. Vermentino, of course, is the grape. It's not only Sardinia. You can find Vermentino in Liguria. Right. You can find Vermentino in uh, in um, Toscana. We assume Vermentino comes from France. Again, uh, can be true, can be not. Right. You know. Always the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. <laughs> but the Vermentino is the only DOCG we have in uh, they have in Sardinia and come from Gallura. Okay, Vermentino di Gallura indeed. And it's completely different than the Vermentino di Sardinia. that is DOC. Okay, the main grave that you find in Sardinia beside the Canonao is the Vermentino. Okay, Bodar DOC is probably the largest DOC we have in Italy because it's an entire island. You have the Canonao, that is Canonao di Sardegna. That make the wine, DOC you see? And you had the Vermentino di Sardegna and Vermentino di Vermentino di Gallura. So the Vermentino di Gallura, like the Vermentino di Sardegna, due to the soil, indeed, we we'll go back to the soil uh, that is um, granite, gra- granite. Granite. Granite mm-hmm. is a more a granite soil. Does that mean that the vine need to work hard yeah. to put to find the uh, the moisture? Okay, you need to work hard, especially the. Um, How does that affect uh, the flavor? It affects the flavor because the roots, the roots they have to, they need to be stronger, okay, to mm-hmm. go deep down, and these make the wine very super aromatic and complex. This heifer that the vine, the the, the vine make it, yeah, allow the grape then to come out, very. Fruity, but okay. at the same time super complex, and uh, the mineral. It's a very mineral wine. Okay. Yeah. Does Sardinia have volcanic soils? So the, the Sardinia have a clay soil, volcanic okay. soil. You have a limestone soil. You have <laughs> uh, you have all of this combination of the soil. Reason why the Canona de Sardinia, okay, it's different based on where it's planted. Okay, if you planted uh, in north, I mean most of the cana, let's say the third third of the Canonao is planted mm-hmm. in south of Sardinia, because Sardinia is, is a hot uh, is a hot region, is a they have a hot weather.
0: Okay.
1: But in of course in south it's way more hot, so it's the perfect climate for the canonnau. So they split basically two. you have right. the canonnau, most of Canonau planted in south, and the vermentino is in uh, mainly in the north of island unlike our Vermentino that come from Mogoro area. And that's where exactly. Enough. Mogoria is in the center of Sardinia south I would say between uh, Cagliari and just I will tell you in a second Oristano sorry I always forgot this name. <laughs> Oristano and Cagliari you will see here on the map you have Oristano Cagliari and Mogoro is uh, straight here Interesting, in the middle. So another very fascinating Thing about sardinia is that for know, decades probably century they did a bulk wine okay where you have a bulk wine like in sicily right. it's a massive production is that we call it Venus fuso the bulk wine right okay the one you can find in the tank yeah <laughs> okay that is the bulk wine. where you find a bulk wine you will find cops and uh, unfortunately back in the day probably 20 years ago the cop they were well known to not produce a great wine. So they always chose quantity instead of quality, right, massive. Right. Similar to what Cali does now. Yeah, Was this is mean that, of course, when you have quantity, you can't have quality. Right. And this is not only with wine, it's right. with everything. Right. Okay. And, uh, but what happened, unfortunately, when the EU, EU, um, European community, the EU, mm-hmm. okay, uh when we had the eo things changed there that with the co-op because they they kind of have this big um european community found okay money they come from the european community so they took this money they invested they invested in progressive they invested in technology okay they invested in hmm. research for and the winemaking and, process. yes and this changed it change completely they still they still do a massive production but way more quality right okay Uh, way better quality i mean you can still see i remember when i was there you can still see this with the cop it's everywhere in the island yeah you can literally step in i remember this family step in the cop the cooperative with this big jar it's plastic jar Okay, you just yeah. go there. You choose your wine. It's like a pump station, like a keg. Okay? Yeah, it's like a pump yeah. station. You go know there. You choose your wine. You fill it up the your your container it can be I don't know a gallon, two gallon, ten gallon, really? and it's called Vino Fuso, and
0: it's still it's going on there, but with a better quality, fortunately. So you would go fill up your wine. Wouldn't it go bad in three days or? Uh, no, really. I mean, it's go bad, but believe me. They will drink faster
1: yeah they will drink faster i mean it's not uh, i don't believe they will leave it there more than three four days yeah i saw i met so many sardinian people there and what they love to do it, Just drink wine drink wine and um speaking about drink wine uh, i find that also this very interesting about the canon now that you know Canonau now is somehow related with longevity okay they say you drink canon, who drink canon and Cano live longer. Okay, there, there was a lot of research. It really about has this. A, a high, um, highest, right? in Sardinia, yes, yeah. Sardinia, Sardinia, they have the highest that. longevity. Yeah, it's a Sardinia, so people they live around 90, 100 years old. I mean, it's not related only to wine, of course, it's the yeah, lifestyle, the lifestyle yeah. it's the food, it's the family. Okay, it's all combined together. Of course, right. a couple of uh, drink of wine that help. Okay. This doesn't mean you need to get drunk every day now, <laughs> but a couple of glasses of wine can help, especially because they find out inside the canal now you have a high concentration of poly- polyphenol and antioxidant, hmm. okay, that help your uh, cardiovascular system. Okay, this can help. I mean, I wouldn't say it's the main reason, right. But
0: definitely help it, yeah, it helps. Yeah. Talk to me about this one. Um, what would you drink it with? What is the profile? How does it compare to other wines? Uh, uh, I would say Vermentino. It goes well
1: with lobster. Yeah. Big time. Big time. I will definitely compare with lobster. Have a well, nice special. well-seasoned, well-seasoned, or just uh, butter. No well-seasoned. I mean, don't even mention that in Italy. Okay, okay. <laughs> we can cut that out. <laughs> we'll cut it. <laughs> it's, not, it's not natural. You just grill it. You okay. just grill it. You enjoy it with some salt, and that's it. That's the beauty. Okay. Right, you, right. You don't need crazy ingredients for it. <laughs> and due to the um, sapidity, high minerality that the vermentino has, mm-hmm. I will definitely say with the pecorino. With uh, just a slice of pecorino cheese, you will enjoy, maybe, just enjoy a beautiful view of the sea with the pecorino. Uh, the cano now match well with they call the porcedo. Is um, the is pork base? Okay. Is is the baby pork? Okay. Okay. okay and okay. they agree. And the way they made it, I've been part of this when I was there. What they do? is They just take this small um, small pig. Mm-hmm. and they roasted literally underground yeah, yeah. you can live for eight hours 12 <laughs> hours depends depends how you like it
0: yeah and then you just enjoy what it i've noticed is there's a lot of cultures that do that because we i'm from guatemala and we oh do you that, do it yeah all? yeah we do that over there and then i lived in hawaii they have the luau's um huh. and they do the pork underground uh we usually do it with like um uh what is it a baby bowl uh chivo is what we call it um calf. I don't know. Maybe I mean they do also
1: with um, with the goat. Yeah. I mean yeah. they love goat there in Sardinia.
0: But I go feel like every culture has a goat. has a barbecue type of underground uh,
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 we call grill. Yeah. You
0: know, I mean now can we say barbecue because it's a
1: fancy word to right. say, oh let's do let's do a barbecue. But yeah, mainly in Italy we say we grill it. We grill it. Plus it's different. Grill it you just go open open hair and grill it, barbecue. What I also find out here the difference between when I say barbecue it's you you have this big barbecue clothes and mainly you smoke the the meat. Hmm. That's the main difference between barbecue and grill. That's what right, right. friends of mine say.
0: Interesting. Yeah, because I imagine grilling just, just putting steak on the grill, letting yeah. it kinda sear, create. No that barbecue is more. Uh, but grilling for you guys is underground it's way yeah way more complex barbecue yeah
1: they do all... i mean it's something now along the way it's a bit lost don't not many people they do it anymore though, unless they they just i would say old people on old... if you go on this countryside i mean sardinia is all countrysides but if you go in the small village they are way into it they do it often yeah and they imagine. use also for
0: celebrated with the wine for any special occasion yeah say the same thing for us uh we use it for celebrations stuff like that quinceañanas Yeah. You know, and in hawaii of course the uh, house is the main main thing tourist attraction but yeah there's always a good reason to celebrate <laughs> yeah there is <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, is there anything else that, that you want to say about either the wines, uh, Sardinia, or, or anything, any news that you have coming up? No, the only thing I would love to say, guys, don't stop drinking Italian wine. Please support
1: us. <laughs> okay. We we love our wine. And uh, please spread the word. And if you have, a, of course, besides the Vermentino and the Canonao, we, in Sardinia, in Sardinia, they have other grape variety. They are not famous like uh, like the Vermentino de Canonao So, what I would to recommend to everybody is just try new experience. Right. Okay, even if you never heard that grape variety, that can be I don't know. They have the Carignano, Carignano del Sulcis. They have the Monica. I'm sure most of the people they are not familiar with that. It's not even easy to find in USA. But if you do, please try it. Hmm. Give always a chance. Maybe yeah. it's the wine
0: of your life. Maybe you're in love with that wine. You never know. Yeah, Always try. It. Yeah, that's why I'm blessed that I get to try wines all the time yeah. to, to introduce yeah. to the store. <laughs> yeah,
1: and One of the reasons why uh, our class that we do here once a month, I never, never introduce wine that I'm sure everybody knows. Right. Okay? The classic right. comfort
0: zone grape. Why do that? Just offer a new experience, a right. new grape. Okay. Right. Speaking of which, I'll um, I'll put a link uh in the bio for the for the event right page. If you guys live in the DC area and want to learn more about Italian wines, uh, once a month we go region by region. Uh, next mm-hmm. one is Sardinia and yeah, Puglia. we do. Next is going to be Sardinia and Puglia. We talk next time. Yeah, that's very
1: interesting. There is lots of talk about it, especially about idea. Sardinia and i believe the next one that is my favorite is going to be calabria that you They're know home? i'm from calabria so i'm You're very home. proud
0: we will do calabria i'm waiting for tuscany that's why i left <laughs> last classes we the, very last. Ficilli, we saved the best for last but in my Ficilli opinion
1: and tuscany then we have of course the ischia that i love it it's part of campania so we'll do Campania Ischia combined together. Ischia is a very tiny, small island in the Mediterranean, right in front of Amalfi Coast. Huh. It's a beauty, it's
0: a gem. Yeah. One last question: What is um, what are you, what have you been drinking lately? As uh, being in the industry, what mm. you're having dinner, <laughs> what is your go-to? What's in your glass? What I've been drinking lately, I would
1: say, and uh, I'm sure many Tanya would be very disappointed right now. <laughs> Rosé. Yeah. So you know, in Italy we don't produce that much rosé. I mean, this is it's time for rosé. Okay. We we are not into rosé. You can find probably rosé. The best rosés from Puglia indeed and uh, Piedmont. But I discovered this style here in USA, and lately I I do enjoy it. I do like it. I do like the now I'm to I'm to rosé wine. New rosé from Puglia, from um, Piedmont. You know, I found out that lately they start to produce also the Nebbiolo rosé. Really? It's very great. It's so complex because you have the dry and the tannic of the Nebbiolo grape, okay, but combined with the fruity of the pulp of the Nebbiolo. And I don't know, it's an explosion of many, many feelings inside. I love it a lot. Yeah. Well... But yeah, I would say rosé. Then depends on the food of course right right but i always been uh full body juicy and creamier and soft wine i don't really like tannic wine i do love in in, winter time but you know i'm more for primitivo yeah super toscan like it a lot bigger bodies
0: yeah yeah that's what i prefer too amarone Rosés, I'm starting to kind of, my palate's kind of developing into actually tasting the different levels of the rosé because before it was just, yeah, well, you got to, you got to just keep drinking it and then you'll, your palate will really develop and you'll start picking up on everything because before it was hard for me to distinguish. Oh, with we'll rosé yeah. yeah you know
1: when, when i used to see people drinking or say rosé say man what are you doing what are you <laughs> drinking drink like a man <laughs> don't drink now rose. here you are but now i try yeah now i kind of understand yeah yeah but hold on now i would say some then you know it's like say seasonal now i like rosé in a month or so i will switch with the white i like yeah. super food. like i love malvasia Malvasia, I I like. Um, this is another very ancient uh, grave that I always be fascinated, is uh, from Rome. Okay? Mm-hmm. From Rome area, from Lazio. That is, besides the Malvasia del Lazio, we have also um, the Frascati. The Frascati wine. You see, there's another grave that I'm sure most of
0: the yeah. I mean, we can sit here for hours
1: and talk. Yeah, about yeah, yeah. I mean, there is, no yeah. there is no end. Yeah.
0: Really. For sure, but um, but yeah, that uh, that concludes the first uh, our first podcast. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, you can find these I hope wines we did good. What's that? I hope we did good. Yeah, I hope so too. We're gonna. I hope gonna you enjoyed my accent. See, <laughs> see how much I have to cut out. <laughs> But uh, you can find these wines here at uh verified or at our dupont location uh 1717 connecticut ave and then all the info for uh Tilio's classes that he does here are on eventbrite page at uh verified yes. wines um, and then his wife actually does chocolate making classes too with uh that he pairs that he finds wines that, that pairs with that so those are i love it. i love what she does at classes because in here it smells like the whole it's place chocolate. it smells like it's, it's like, like a, a chocolate factory yeah I close my eyes, just imagine like I'm at a Willy Wonka factory. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, and it's funny because she's taught me a lot about uh, the Mayans and Guatemala. Yeah, she's been and, and like in uh, the cacao and, and all the history. So those there. are yeah, those are great. But um, but again, you find these wines and many more. Uh, and then usually for the class, you'll have five usually five yeah, we wines, present right? five wines, Yeah,
1: great. we have two white, three red. Sometimes a bubble, sometimes a rosé. Depends of
0: the region. Sounds good. All right, that's a, that's a wrap, that's Atilio. Right. Thank you for thank you for joining us and thank, thank you for you. coming in. Thank you for having me. Stay tuned. <laughs>